Hey folks, welcome to The Sound of Sanity. This is Nathan, usually your humble and obedient host, but this week I have a baby. Her name is Theodora, and she was born, and if you're hearing this, it's because she's happy and healthy, and mom and baby are fine, and I'm with them, so I'm not doing The Sound of Sanity this week, because, you know, reproduction is a useful thing for really anybody to do, but especially Christians. That's how we take the culture, I think. Uh, so, you know, I said that with the, some kind of weird self-deprecation or something as if I was saying something stupid, but I actually do believe that. So I'm happy and proud to have been blessed by God with baby Theo and we love her very much. But as I'm recording this, she's actually still in Meredith's womb and we're recording this ahead of time because once baby Theo's born, it'll be a little hard to record this. So uh, basically that's it. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm, I'm Ben. I'm also here. I exist on this podcast sometimes. Well, Ben, today's your big chance because we have absolutely no content for today. So I just want you to take the podcast. I'm I'm going to leave now. And huh. Jake Jake didn't even bother coming in today. So I just want you to do whatever whatever you want with it. The the next oh, hour, the next 45 minutes, I don't know how long these things usually are. Huh. Then the 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 floor is yours. You have, you have one of the world's most powerful forums, the Sound of Sanity podcast. You can do whatever you want with it. Wow. And uh, I'm going to go see my baby that's not born as of this recording, but for the purposes of this bit that we're doing. Right. Is born. Right. So, right. No, that makes sense. So, uh, yeah. I'm going into the future to see my baby now or into the present as people listen to this. Goodbye, Ben. Whoa. Bye, Nathan. Oh, that was, uh, that was trippy. I did not expect him to do that. But uh, now that this is my podcast, we can talk about things that really matter. <laughs> like, hold on a second, let me think here. No, I, I, just on the tip of my tongue. You know, folks, there have been some denigrating words spoken about Lord of the Rings jazz on this podcast. <laughs> and I, I'm here to set the record straight. <clears throat> so don't expect a devil's advocate today. I think there's already been enough of that. When it comes to Lord of the Rings jazz. <laughs> now, John Sangster is a respectable jazz composer. <laughs> and he produced an awful lot of Lord of the Rings inspired jazz back in the 70s. Like <clears throat> five albums, I want to say. Three for Lord of the Rings. One called Landscapes of Middle Earth. Before that, there was one for The Hobbit. I don't even own those because they're not even print anymore. Who knows why? But, uh... <laughs> But I do personally own all three Lord of the Rings jazz albums and Landscapes of Middle-Earth. And what I want to say is, hey, if you don't like whimsy, don't listen to this because it's not going to be your thing. You're just not going to track with what John Sangster is doing, programmatically speaking, you know? <laughs> all right, folks. I was here all along. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> and well, and actually, I, I want to interrupt to say... Ben has played me some of this jazz. This is not a bit. Ben does own uh, John Sangster's Lord of the Rings inspired jazz. And while it has All been right. something that's fun to make fun of over the years. <laughs> um, I don't understand why. Uh, if, you, if, if, if you, in fact, appreciate the medium of jazz or the media of jazz. Medium. Yeah, the medium of jazz. It's quite good and interesting jazz. You know, I mean, our brains have been so programmed at this point to love or, or to just think of Lord of the Rings as being the Howard Shore score. Bum, like, bum, yeah. bum, bum, bum. That's the sound of Lord of the Rings for, for all of us. A little hard to pull out of that for a lot of people. But when I was a kid, what I thought of was the soundtrack from that Rankin and Bass 
Hobbit cartoons that they, you know. Oh, the folk music. <laughs> Frodo of the Nine Fingers and the Ring of Doom. Where are you going? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the greatest adventure is what lies ahead. Yeah. Those, that music was great. So, And that was the, 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 the oral texture of Lord of the Rings for my childhood. Yeah, so, likewise. It's true. It can be a lot of things. But John Sanks, if you want some really funky, so sort of for its time, at least avant-garde, I assume. Sometimes. I, I guess all jazz sounds avant-garde to me because I'm just not a jazz guy. So, Oh, he just, he just uses any style he wants to capture whatever mood he wants. And usually with an air of whimsy. Mm-hmm. So even the scariest creatures, maybe excepting the Balrog, will feel kind of funny. Silly. Yeah. And if, and if that's annoying, then you'll be annoyed. But uh, yeah. Well, it's a good thing to remember how whimsical even Lord of the Rings, especially the first book, Fellowship, is. The first two books, I should say, it's divided into six books. Oh, that's right. But, it, you know, one thing that uh, Peter Jackson, not a huge whimsy guy, at least not as I define it, more, more of a... Yeah, he's like a slapstick guy. Yeah, he's a slapstick guy. I was going to say a vulgarian, but yeah. I don't mean like there's always like donkey poop and stuff like that. I just mean like, it's like Pippin and Mary are setting off those fireworks and it's... Now their faces are black. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like a cartoon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's Peter Jackson's sense of quote unquote whimsy, which isn't very... But the, the most whimsical Peter Jackson gets is in all the different ways that Orcs can be decapitated and <laughs> destroyed and brought down and mown through by superpowered elf people while, yeah. while dwarves ride barrels and stuff like that. But not a big whimsy guy. And, and Tolkien, in fact, very whimsical, very funny, very warm, very earthy in a non-vulgar sort of way. And John, John Sangster's jazz <laughs> <laughs> captures more of that kind of thing. So. <laughs> Yeah, your mileage may vary. Your mileage may vary, but if you like jazz and if you want just a different flavor of Lord of the Rings or or to reconnect with a flavor that was there but that you'd forgotten because of yeah, Peter Jackson had, to, had, had bludgeoned it out of you, then <laughs> John Sixter's jazz, pretty interesting stuff. I feel like Nathan is telegraphing what he actually thinks about those movies. but uh, uh, Yeah, they're great. Yep, that's what... I thought you meant. Ah, they're fine. They're fine. They're yep. fine for what they are. Yep. Yep. Which is not wildly ambitious and not the word, not, not the equal of Tolkien's books, but nah. there's some things that they do well. <sighs> anyway, oh, well. I so this uh, little podcast about how I'm not doing a podcast today or we're not doing a podcast today because I have a baby has become a lesson about the jazz stylings of John Sangster. Wow. Amazing. Well, Ben, I said the floor is yours. Is there any other thing that we've... Hold on. Hold on. Um, no. Anything else you want to share with people? Just like, it's, it's a, this episode's it's like the Ben's Corner wow. or whatever. Ben's like, maybe, maybe there's something we've always made fun of about you. Like, Ben doesn't actually have a Rolodex of shame if, you've, if you're one of the people that have been with us from the very beginning. Oh, man. That was a joke. Yep, that was a joke. Or was it? Um, <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Any other misconceptions we want to clear up or <laughs> new conceptions that we want to plant? I don't know. <laughs> Man, uh, I, I don't know. 
The other main thing we used to make fun of me for was Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yes. And yeah. it's, it's, I, I don't, I think that in your opinion and Jake's opinion, that still remains a bad movie. That's okay. Well, you know, there's different reasons that movies can be enjoyable. And there's different things that you can look for them, look for in them. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is hilarious. <laughs> you said that. <laughs> if what you're looking well, for now, is... Tommy. <laughs> Go ahead. <Yeah. laughs> if what you're looking for is something... Dumb and bad. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man 2 could be for you. Some people like mustard on their ice cream. <laughs> uh, no. Amazing Spider-Man 2. What Ben has convinced me of, I will give him this much since this episode is Ben's Corner. Wow. I, I That movie has some really well-designed and cool scenes and special effects sequences. And that Mark Webb guy, in addition to having a name that destined him to direct Spider-Man movies, mm-hmm. he had a real flair for designing action certainly much more than the current spider-man the uh, dude, dude uh, does what's his name i lost it oh something pretty generic and white sounding i think john something yeah like john smith but that's not it it's not like john Peter white or something it's, <laughs> yeah it's, that's right that's not right but something yeah something in that realm <laughs> yeah in amazing spider-man 2 not particularly interested in any kind of traditional narrative coherence or a, a story <laughs> that you could really enjoy on any kind of level. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, not interested in the characters. I, it, I, I think it's interested in Electro, actually. It is, but... But then it loses interest at the end. Well, the, but what happens to him is so generically the, the Selena Kyle from Batman Returns story. Mm-hmm. I, I, think it, I think it works until you get to the end and he's just the big bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 an interesting movie, and the the individual sequences are cool and interesting. I, I would still say it's not even the best Spider-Man action because I would I would still give that to Raimi. I think in mm. in Spider-Man Two, mm-hmm. in particular, that train sequence with Doc Ock is yeah probably just one of the better superhero action sequences action there sequences are. There are. I'd probably agree. I haven't watched it for years, so I, I'd probably agree. It's more like in Amazing Spider-Man Two. The way he films the action is just different. It's yeah. it's not something Marvel tries to do. It's not really the way it's not the way Sam Raimi thinks of action either. It's like its own funky thing. It's too bad that his movie couldn't be really good and coherent. Right. So. Uh, as we record this, the Snyder cut's about to come out, and I'm guessing we may actually say some similar things about that in terms mm. of just in terms of yeah, not not going too far with the analogy, but just in terms of this. It may or may not work as a movie, but I'm sure that there will be some individual sequences that will be really striking and interesting. And we'll say, well, nobody else does it like Snyder. Yep. Whether you like it or, lo- or hate it, he's got an eye. Yeah, true. And an idea how these things should look. And it can be cool. So I'm guessing yeah. I'll like the Snyder cut probably if it's not too grungy and violent. But Yeah. Yeah, I heard Wonder Woman decapitates someone and like smirks about it afterwards. But Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Oh, well, I'm, gonna, I'm guessing I'll love it then. Yeah, right. That's what we've all been waiting for is yeah. a beacon of hope to, right. <laughs> to just decapitate someone. Right, right, right. And smirk. Yeah. I, I, hope, I hope it's at least a bad guy and not like a human. I'm going to be able to get on board with that a lot quick quicker if it's a... If it's one of the parademon if things. It's a, if it's a parademon or something like that. I think I read that it was just like a robber, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> oh, clear. <man. laughs> we'll leave it to Zach. 
Leave it to Zach. Uh, this is Sparta. Does she say that after she? <laughs> <laughs> this is Snyder. <laughs> just, she kicks them into a hole or whatever. Yeah. Oh, right. man. 300 was a stupid and disappointing and uh, depraved movie that I don't like very much. I think uh, you could probably say that about most Zack Snyder movies. Probably that so. I've, I've had the misfortune of seeing, but. I don't think I've ever seen a whole Zack Snyder movie. Of any kind. Well, you're in luck, Ben, because you've got four hours of oh, <laughs> Justice man. League to watch. Ooh, I'm I, in luck. I think. I think if if nothing else, it'll be interestingly bad. Probably, it's not going to be boring. That's no. That's what I'm hoping. It's it's not going to be like watching one of the lesser Marvel movies where you're just like, can I fast forward this? Like, that's what I'm pinning my hopes on. At least that's what I'm telling myself to get up in the morning. <laughs> well, I guess I should get back to my daughter. Yeah, you who, should. Who, as sure. of this recording, this release date is born. Any other anything else we need to clear up Ben's corner wise? We've cleared up Amazing Spider-Man 2. Man. People love it now. We've cleared up John Sangster, Lord of the Rings Jazz. <laughs> People, <laughs> People love- are going to Amazon and buying all those CDs right now. What would you think about someone watching Amazing Spider-Man 2 while listening to Lord of the Rings Jazz? I would say that's very unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> Bad combo. <laughs> Bad combo. Two great tastes go very poorly together. They do. Mustard and ice cream. Like you said. Yeah, exactly. Well, yep. also, one of the things that is cool about The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is the soundtrack with that. Uh... Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, actually, that is one of the best superhero movie soundtracks, in my opinion. I really like, like it. And the risky, weird thing of having the Greek chorus actually singing at Electro or whatever. Yeah. Where they're like, Spider-Man doesn't like you. Or yeah. Whatever it is. <laughs> Yeah. I think it's awesome. It, I, yeah. It, yeah, it is. And that that music, if you watch the movie that way, just as like a pure, you know, sound bath or something, then it works better than it does like as a script. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Ah, well. Um, okay. Well, uh, bye, Jake. Bye, Nathan. Bye, Jake. Bye, Ben. <laughs> Nathan, have you noticed that Jake has gotten really squeaky lately? Maybe we should talk about this after the podcast. Yeah, I think we need to oil him probably. <laughs> Yep. Uh, man, that oil is expensive. Oh, man. This is like that. Remember that skit we did where Jake was really a robot or something like <laughs> Boy, that? Boy, it's almost like that's becoming reality. All right. Well, I'm having a baby. I'm sorry that this wasn't a real episode. I hope you enjoyed hearing us talk about nothing for a little while. And uh, we'll be back, I hope, next week. Have mercy on us if we take a, a real week off. Mm. I'm hoping that we could do this instead of taking an actual week off. But, you know. You never I, know. I did just have a baby and, you know, my wife might want to see me a little bit. A little. Yeah. So, and my baby might want some something. I don't know. I'm not clear on how that works either. Yeah. Me neither. I've never had one before. And as of this recording, I don't, uh, I don't have one. Um, this is all, it's in the past, but we're recording it about the future. So, that's just the magic of podcasting. So, all right. Ben, I, I guess we won't make Squeaky Jake do it. No, so no, no. You can say whatever you want after I say. Until next time. Stay sane. <laughs>